I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Room 104, it's Gormick and Saoirse here and if you are a middle child, do you believe that there is such a thing as a middle child syndrome and has your life been just negatively impacted because your older sibling got all of the attention and then your younger sibling needed all the attention as well because they needed to make sure that they were keeping them alive and you were just left there in the middle kind of going, hello, what's going on with my life? Now, strangely enough, Saoirse is a middle child but also so am I but there was more, I suppose, people around you in your family setup than there was mine. I just have an older and younger brother or older and younger sister. Yeah, see, that's the difference, right? I'm a middle child of five kids. So a lot of people might be middle children of three. And for you in particular, you're the only boy. So I'm competing with two sisters and two brothers and I'm bang in the middle. So growing up, I got no attention. Zero. So I made up for it. I was the worst teenager and I'm probably the most annoying adult out of everyone now. Probably, Mm. but it'd be interesting to see now whether or not Um, you believe in a middle child syndrome. If you are a middle child, drop us a WhatsApp and let us know, does any of this ring true? And do you believe that you suffer, along with myself and Saoirse, from middle child syndrome? And now listen, to explain a little bit more about what it is, if it even is a thing, if or maybe it's just like a pop culture thing that does not make any sense, to explain a little bit more about this whole thing, what it might look like, how it might have manifested in your life. She is a child and family expert and child and family therapist joining us uh, this evening now. Mary Wallace. Mary, how are things? Things are fine here in New York. <laughs> We're much better now. I'm glad you're both middle children so you could totally relate to whatever we're going to be talking about. And you both actually touched on a lot of the issues for a middle child. And we'll go into that, you know, what it's like and uh, how gender affects the experience and how the size of the family and the age gap. We can talk all about that. I wrote a book called Birth Order Blues, and it's about children's emotional experiences in the family, depending upon their birth order spot. So there definitely is a middle child syndrome. And what I mean by that is that you have kind of unique emotional experiences in the family that shape your personality, your behavior, and your emotions. That's true for the, for the oldest and the youngest, but we're talking about the middle child. So there's definitely a middle child syndrome. What 
you want me to go into it? Yes, please. Okay. So as a middle child, you have uh, both an older sibling and a younger sibling. And I mm-hmm. always like to start off with the positives of the spot so <laughs> we can see them because there are some. Okay. So when you have an older sibling, you can look up to what the older sibling is doing. The older sibling can teach you to how to tie your shoe or how to prepare for an audition in an orchestra. So you can learn a lot. You you have a younger sibling who you get the opportunity to take care of from time to time. If he falls, you kiss him on the head, <laughs> you put a band-aid on his knee if he scrapes his knee, and you also learn how to be a leader and be responsible for this child when mom takes a shower or you want to teach the child how to play a new game. So the middle child emerges from this experience with a lot of positives. First of all, he's, he knows how to get along with older kids, younger kids. So he's got a lot of social skills and he becomes a nurturer of the younger one. And he can grow up faster as having an older sibling. Okay, those are the positives. Should we go right. into the challenges? Or we can say negatives, but nowadays we call them challenges. Oh, no, um, let's call them the, miserable, uh, miserable negative situations to find yourself in as a miserable child. Middle, miserable middle child. Okay, and, and, and again, we're talking about what's the emotional experience. And that's what, that's what causes the syndrome. And uh, what happens is the older child, A, can do so much more than you can do. You're sitting on a tricycle, he's on a, on a big, big two-wheeler, and you say, what's wrong with me? I can do that. The family is so involved in the older child because he keeps having these new experiences. He's going to high school, mm. he's going to way to college, and it, it stops the whole family's energy because they have to make it go right. They've never done it before. By the time you come around, they've done it before. And so that's that's a hard thing. So you could be sitting at the dinner table and dad is talking with the older child about going off to high school and what he needs to do. And mom is feeding the baby, which we'll get to. And the middle child might fling a forkful of spaghetti across the table because nobody has the time to talk to the middle child. Let me go over that that younger child thing. The younger child is a baby uh, or uh, the baby of the family, which, by the way, the middle child lost that role when the baby came along. So he has a lot of feelings about that. But there's so much time and attention that has to go into the younger child. Plus, the younger child is now doing all these cute things. And this may be the last, the last child of the family. So there's a lot of intent of attention. So the middle child feels squeezed out by the older one and the younger one. And it feels really badly about not getting attention. What's the difference between the genders? Okay. So if you're the middle child, and I think one of you mentioned that, you're, you're the middle child of two other kids who are, uh, let's say you're the brother and you have two sisters, well, you stand out and you get more attention for being that 
of that gender. Nobody else is. You don't have to really compete in that area. So you stand out. So you get more attention. It's not as intense an experience or it cannot, it can really uh, color your experience. However, if you're what, if you're uh, a sister of many sisters, now you really have a harder time defining your identity, which is another problem for a middle child. It's the attention that's lacking, but it's also, I'm not the oldest, I'm not the youngest, who am I? If you're in a large family, now you have an older child getting the attention for the reasons I said, and a younger child getting the attention, and all those kids in the middle have to try to be unique in some way to get attention. And sometimes, it's, as you said, it's acting out in, uh, with anger because you're angry and you're not getting attention. So you fall into negative attention seeking or you might dye your hair purple. Yeah, I definitely have ticked most of those boxes as a teenager. And I guess the career I've gone for as well. <laughs> I want people to listen to me finally because they still your parents don't. to listen to you so you said what would be the easiest way to just broadcast into Dublin 24-7 and maybe by chance about flicking around the radio in the car they'll hear their daughter and understand it <laughs> it's, it's very funny that you mentioned that though Mary because if you've just tuned in by the way we're talking about middle, ch- middle child syndrome and uh, how it might be different for, you know, your family makeup, the size of your family, whether you're a boy or a girl or have more brothers and sisters. It's funny that you mentioned that because, one, I think I was insanely jealous of my younger sister and used to row with her all the time. Didn't really know why, but now you're starting to make sense because I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe that's why I felt as if I wasn't getting enough attention. But also, yeah, I would be, I would have gotten the most uh, attention in comparison to the two of them. And I think just because I was, I was the only boy and I never even thought about how that might have uh, affected me, but... I was delighted with it. Yeah, of course. You found a way that, uh, well, you, you were born a boy, but you can also, other kids find a way by, let's say they have a talent. And a lot of kids, middle children are in the art. I have to say to both of you <laughs> that you <laughs> find, that you, you, yeah. you know, there's a funny reason too. There's a funny reason too, because the oldest child gets to school first. So he's the brilliant one in the family, often, often. And he's the student, and he's getting all the accolades. So the middle child gravitates to the art and shines or becomes the jokester of the family or um, finds a way to uh, pull the attention like a magnet. Now, is there a way that if you were aware of this, so if you had three children, so obviously if I happen to have three children and I I was a middle child myself, if you gave the middle child way more attention than the other two, would that just kind of get rid of the whole stigma around middle child syndrome? Well, that's a whole other issue, how the parent's birth order affects um, the whole situation. You understand your middle child, and so you want to make sure he gets attention and, and not go through what you did. You know, uh, there's a strong identification. Of course, if he acts like you did as a middle child, he might get more help than the other kids. <laughs> but I, my book is basically for parents, birth order blues. And, and, and the point of my book is to say, you can do this, 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 to make each child feel equally loved and self-confident. So what I would recommend for parents, like you said, is to make sure you're giving equal attention. Don't sit at the table and only focus on the oldest child or, or the youngest who needs help cutting uh, her food. Bring the middle child into the conversation. Um, how, how was your day? Tell us 
you have to monitor this because it's a natural thing. You want to give support to the older child with something new. It's just very natural. So, but you have to monitor the time you're giving and spend individual time with your middle child. You could set up a play date, the two of you, and put it on the calendar. Say, oh, let's do something special. That middle child needs to know he's just as important. I want to give you a quick uh, anecdote that a middle child once told me. At night, dad is uh, helping my older brother with his homework. Mom is putting the baby to bed. And I stand in the hallway waiting for someone to notice me. God. So sad. I've been there. I've been there. Do you know what that middle child is going to do? It's going to start playing with matches and fire and just start setting things on fire (laughs) in the house going, well, no one was giving me any attention. There's a natural anger that that when children don't get their uh, attention, they feel a, a natural anger. And to a child, time equals attention equals love. And if they feel they're not loved enough, yeah, the matches or some sort <laughs> sort of acting out can happen. Is there any particular like what's the best? birth order position to be born into? Like, is it the first? Is it the middle? Is it the last? Or do we even know? I've been a therapist for over 30 years and I wrote this book because it came out of my experiences with people. I mm. found that there were unique experiences to each to each child and they each had positives and each had challenges. There is no best. The, the firstborn is pressured to succeed uh, tremendously. The youngest one often doesn't get enough time either because The older kids are so noisy and they take all the attention. So each spot has its challenges and it's positive. So that's my book relates to each birth order and says, here's how you deal with your firstborn to make him feel better. Here's how you deal with your middle child. Here's how you deal with your youngest child. And there really are tools that you can use to, you know, keep up your own consciousness and awareness to make sure each one is getting enough. Okay, well, I mean, I think my mom probably should have read this years ago. (laughs) No, but uh, she didn't. And she still will say, oh, poor Saoirse. She feels like she got no attention. Stop being a drama queen. And now you can send her this book, Saoirse, and kind of go, well, you see, chapter four, five and six, have a read of those. I didn't get any. Um, And you were obviously competing with a lot more people uh, than there were. Before we let you go Mary we appreciate you giving up your, your time here this evening chatting obviously about middle oh, child the syndrome pleasure. and you, you mentioned obviously you were you've been working with families and and in family situations for the last 30 or so years do parents honestly uh, parents do have a favorite child don't they oh that's a complicated one and you know it ha- it happens sometimes it has to do with birth order like you might you know really identify and understand your oldest child better because you were an oldest child or they're doing something that you really love I think it's there I think we try to balance it you know uh, yeah kids don't act it out and try try to find all the qualities about the other children that you love too yeah no oh, I'm my that. dad's favourite by far and that's just a known fact uh, yeah and the rest of them are just like alright Saoirse don't rub it in yeah Pretty much. Was, was he a middle child? Was he? He was one of five kids and he would have been kind of in the middle, yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. It's all making sense now, Saoirse. It's all coming actually, full yeah. circle. Actually, hang on a sec. He's in the exact same position as I am in his family. Oh, he was the go. middle child of five. Wow. We're all, all we're all getting enlightened. It's all slotting into place now, Mary. But um, uh, listen, if you're interested in having a little bit more of a read of that, Birth Order Blues is the name of her book. She's been a uh, family and child expert and therapist for the last 30 or so years. And there we go. If you've related to any of that while you were listening, if you are a middle child, get in touch. We'll set up the Middle the middle Child's Club here on the show. 0876797104. Uh, Mary, 
Mary, uh, Mary Wallace, thanks a million for popping on this evening on F104, and we will chat to you again soon. I would welcome coming back. Thank you so much. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.